time it is Simpsons time <laughs> we're in season seven today and we're talking Flanders and we're talking baptism and we're talking child neglect And we're talking Cletus being given his name. Uh, and we're talking Marge. I am perceiving in the Simpsons fandom uh, a newfound love for jokes about Marge and for Marge as a character. And I welcome that. I think it's really important because even though her character is just as over the top as all the others her jokes are quite subtle often So it's really great when you see something like crumping Marge, which is being bootlegged left and right and memed all the time right now. You know, people really getting excited about that. I'm a fan. And I think that uh, jokes about Marge are really exemplified by the the joke that I think for me this time when I watched it was the biggest laugh which is uh, Homer and Marge get back um, from their little spa trip at Mingled Waters and see that the kids are gone or uh, they, they see that the kids are being taken away rather um and after child services and everybody has left, they're bemoaning their fate. And Marge says, oh, I put my own pleasure above my, that of my home and family. That is so like me. Of course, the opposite is like her, but that is just, it's, it's like her to say that 
even though it's not like her. And she's the hero of the very beginning of the episode where she's doing everything for her family, including uh, scaring away the spider that was near Homer's car keys. Um, and, you know, several other great mom and head of household, you know, uh, glue that holds the household together type tasks that only she could do. I love how often, incidentally, the show opens at the breakfast table, by the way. And then at the end, she emerges as the heroine, too, because she is the only sight, you know, the sight of her is the only one that can persuade Maggie to not be baptized and become a Flanders. Uh, even though they're standing there with bunnies and birds around them and a rainbow over their heads. They really do not hold a candle to Marge when she emerges from behind a tree or something. Here's how the episode goes. We open at the breakfast table where Marge is getting the kids ready for school. Uh, she talks about how she has dug up uh, many old newspapers from 20, 30 years ago for Lisa's history project. He sa she says, oh, the hobos at the dump were so helpful, except for one man who seemed to have mental problems. That's another great, like, very subtle throwaway joke. I'm starting to like more and more when things are referred to that didn't actually, that are never actually seen. That's a good example of a good one of those. Um, she takes the Dracula fangs out of Bart's mouth because it's picture day. Um, and... Uh, you know, Lisa is pretty impressed and she says, Mom, you know, you really fuss over us way too much. And Marge says, well, when you're an adult, you'll have to fend for yourself, so enjoy it while you can. <laughs> and then Homer is very, very pitifully walking on, like right at that moment on cue, he walks on and says he's scared because there's a spider near his car keys. And the pose of Homer standing in the doorway between the living room and the kitchen and sort of like trepidatiously leaning over and looking to make sure that Marge is scaring away the spider is beautiful. It's delicious though he does that. I love that. Uh, this is directed by Susie Dieter, who is one of my favorites. I keep saying, I will keep saying. So everyone is happy. The whole family is happy as Bart and Lisa go off to school, but Homer uh, unwittingly ruins their happiness because he gives Marge the gift certificate to go to the health spa with him. They both go. Um, and there's a flashback about how he got the free tickets, and it 
proves to have been a test drive of an expensive car that he lied about being able to afford. <laughs> um, and uh, Marge is like, oh no, but the dishes aren't done and the house is a mess. Like, there's no way that I can go. And he persuades her to go anyway. And it's like very unusual for her to not clean. And Grandpa babysits Maggie. So while this is happening throughout the spa, it is discovered uh, while they're getting ready for pictures at the school that Bart has head lice. Because he played with a monkey at Millhouse's house. Millhouse does not get head lice, but he gets some terrible fever. And you see him pale and going, oh, so cold. So Bart has head lice. They call Lisa in so they can inspect her for head lice. And it turns out that she has no shoes because the bully girls have taken her shoes away. So her feet are caked in mud. And she's all disheveled. And a boy throws a ball at her head and she bites her tongue. So she looks like all crazy and ugly and with no shoes. And Bart, having had head lice, has had his clothes burned in the incinerator. And he's wearing an onion sack. So he doesn't have shoes either. Bart and Lisa go through a lot of the episode without shoes, by the way, because at the end you see them shoeless. For their baptism, which I'll get to later. Uh, and that uh, prompts a visit to the house by child services, and that's pretty much the most famous part of this whole show, which everyone loves with good reason. Newspapers from 20 years ago. Toilet paper hung in improper underhand fashion. Stupid babies need the most attention. You know, that. So that's always good, but I don't want it to overshadow my favorite joke of that little sequence, which is Grandpa's total nonchalance. He's sleeping and they wake him up and they're like, where's the baby? And he indicates that Maggie is over in the corner drinking out of the dog's dish. And his line is, kids love that water. <laughs> it's so funny to me. So, so all three kids are taken away and uh, taken to a foster home, which turns out to be right next door. They leave the driveway and make a little horseshoe turn into Flanders' house. And poor, miserable Bart and Lisa have to be raised by the Flanders for a little while. And Marge and Homer have to attend a parenting class. And that's where they encounter Cletus and uh, Homer has this whole acting out problem where Cletus is on his lap trying to pretend to be his son. 
And when he has the breakthrough, you know, and says, let's stop all the fussing and a fighting. Cletus goes, oh, I love you, daddy. And he says, I love you too, Cletus. And that's the very first time that we hear that Cletus has a name. Before that, in season five, he had appeared as the slack-jawed yokel. Lisa says, you know, this elephant is just going to be gawked at by slack-jawed yokels. And he appears saying, look at that poor inherited little girl. So very, very annoying things happen at the Flanders house. Uh, and there are many examples of this. They, for fun, read Bible quotes and try to guess uh, Bible trivia. And of course, Bart and Lisa don't know any of it, but Rod and Todd know all of it. Uh, the nachos that Flanders serves are rounds of cucumber with cottage cheese on top. Uh, they have ice milk instead of ice cream, and Maud even likes unflavored ice milk. And Flanders, to cheer Bart up, lets him watch Itchy and Scratchy, and it goes horribly wrong. And uh, Marge and Homer are equally sad as Bart and Lisa, and there are sort of mirror image complaining sessions. The parents at home sort of lamenting how much they miss them. Homer picking up the saxophone and trying to play it himself and going, saxophone, saxophone leading into Marge going, ah, remember when Bart used to say something and then say dude? <laughs> it's another great Marge line. And Bart and Lisa are complaining too, saying like, yeah, they put honey on pancakes instead of maple syrup, and they read Newsweek instead of nothing. But everybody does pass their parenting class. Oh, incidentally, in the parenting class, Agnes Skinner is there, and she makes reference to the bath pillow that she and her son, Skinner, uh, fought over in the last season when Marge is a cop and comes to their house. She says, oh, we had another argument over the bath pillow. <laughs> um, it's pretty good. Once the class is passed and they are fit parents again, they run to the Flanders house to get the kids back. But they find a sign on the door saying, gone baptizing, because Flanders, to his hysteria, has learned that the kids have not been baptized, so he goes to the creek to baptize them himself. 
and they are rescued from this fate just in the nick of time. And they do not get baptized and they all stay heathens forever. And Homer thwarts the baptismal drop of water in a very sort of exorcist-like way, snarling and growling as the water hits him. And that is all that happens, and that's all I'll talk about, but for uh, the small interludes with Reverend Lovejoy, where um, his fondness for his trains comes to the fore. And there is also a little snippet that gets taken out in syndication of uh, delivery men delivering a new uh, part of his train set, like a new background or uh, platform, you know, with all the fake trees and houses and stuff for his train track to go on. <laughs> and Homer busts it up with his car in his frenzy to get to the kids on time. And Lovejoy looks heavenward and says, why do you hate my trains? It's very odd and it's something that I almost don't notice and that I like I never think about but you know he and his trains are are very well connected ah this has been Simpsons time and I'm gonna send this next one out to Maud may she rest in peace Simpsons Time Through the Debigulator is a podcast that goes out every week, hosted by me, Amanda Nazario, under the kindness I was going to say sponsorship, but it's more special than sponsorship. The uh, protective aegis of the great radio station, WFMU. Um, Please, if you want to, follow me on Twitter. It is at Amnaz, A-M-N-A-Z-Z. As always, you can comment on the playlist for this show if you can't see that now go to wfmu.org slash playlists slash an uh oh wait no go to wfmu.org slash playlists slash sy that uh gives you all of the simpsons time through the debigulator digest podcasts uh the first url that i gave gives my longer show which maybe you would like to check out too ah <sighs> Um, I will talk to you next week. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs>